Delco. What is Delco? Urban Dictionary, maybe the best definition of any place in the history of any place. Delco is the nickname for Delaware County, not just a place to live, it's a way of life. Delco isn't something you obtain with a short visit while you're passing through. Never has been, or don't actually live here, you just won't understand. Delco is something you can spot across the bar while out of town. Speaking of bars, there's 42 to 1 ratio when it comes to bars to libraries. And it's cool to be a 26-year-old bar back. You're just waiting for your build big break. Delco people love being from Delco. I don't know if there's anything special from Delco, except being a Delco guy, I kind of like it. What is up, Delaware County, and welcome back for episode 18 of Delco Baseball Now. My name is Brendan Ricciardi, and we have Division One college baseball starting this weekend. Time of this recording, it is Wednesday, February 15th, and I am very excited. Just to, just to say the least, I'm very excited. This is uh, about the time of the year where I fire up my ESPN Plus membership, get to watch all of the awesome college baseball that they have to offer there. And when it comes to Delco, there are a lot of of Delco baseball players playing for Division I schools, including Alden Mathis at the University of Richmond. He will be joining us in a little bit on the show here. But real quickly, I just wanted to talk a little bit about some of the guys that we have going here and uh, guys that will hopefully be getting their chance to make the NCAA tournament, even potentially make a run to Omaha. Now, it's obviously very difficult to make a run to Omaha. There's only eight teams in the entire country that are able to make it there. A couple guys on this list have a shot. Uh, you know, I always say that, you know, college baseball, you know, there's always the Cinderella stories. Uh, there's some that are more likely than others, just because when you get into those tournaments and you just need so many arms to be able to survive, it makes it pretty difficult. But we're going to take a look at what I believe is every Delco baseball player that is currently at a Division One school and who has the best shot. Now, last year, we had Josh Hankins went to Chichester and Darren Hagan went to Garner Valley. Their Coppin State team made the NCAA tournament. They went to East Carolina. Coincidentally, in that same tournament, Chris Newell from Malvern Prep and Justin Rubin from French Central were on Virginia. They did not get to play each other, but they were both in the tournament. Uh, so pretty cool to see the Delco representation there. We had a couple guys that were oh so close last year. We'll talk to Alden a little bit about making it all the way to the conference championship and falling to VCU. Uh, we talk about how Penn with Cole Palace and now Reed Farrell were very close last year to getting a bid. Some argue they probably should have. But with that being said, we got a couple guys that this year have a real legit shot. So for me, I'm going to start off with Maryland because Tom Kane, who went to O'Hara, is now a lefty reliever there. Recently saw a video of him up to 95-96, uh, which is terrifying. Uh, I almost had to face him in the Delco League a couple years ago. I was not looking forward to that lefty-lefty matchup. Thankfully, whoever was in front of me struck out, inning over, didn't have to deal with that. So Tom Kane and Maryland will compete in the Big Ten. The Big Ten isn't necessarily known for baseball like it is for other sports like football or basketball. Uh, Michigan made the national championship a couple years ago against Vanderbilt, but I don't really think anybody was really expecting that. Maryland got to host a regional last year, and 
for anyone listening that doesn't know how college baseball, like the, the tournament works, the top 16 seeds all get to welcome in three other teams to their home ballpark. They get to play a four-team double elimination tournament to get to move on to the next round. And uh, it's pretty cool that they get to have their home fans there cheering them on. Maryland got to host one last year. I believe they lost to UConn in the uh, region championship. But, you know, they're going to be right back in it this year. And Tom, lefty relievers, uh, will be a big part of that. So, so uh, Maryland, I would say probably has the best chance of these teams here i mean outside of virginia with justin rubin again it's just a lot tougher of a conference in the acc to win and get that auto bid but virginia has a couple guys that are going to hear their names called pretty early in the draft next year sucks to see chris newell go wishing him the best in la but virginia will definitely uh be in the mix there as well coppin state is in a new conference this year that's josh and, and darren We'll see how they do. It's kind of hard to uh, speculate if they're going to make the tournament or not because you don't really know how they're going to do in that new uh, new conference. So keep an eye on them as well. As mentioned, Cole Palace and Reed Farrell both went to Garnet Valley. They play for Penn. They are in the Ivy League, as I'm sure you know. They last year lost in the Ivy League championship. If they had won, they'd be guaranteed a spot in the tournament. Their resume was not strong enough outside of uh, winning the conference, unfortunately, so they did not make it. But... It seems like they have what it takes to make it this year, so we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, Hofstra is another one. We, we just talked to Sammy Berman on the show a couple weeks ago. They made their first ever NCAA tournament last year, so that's the standard now. They compete in the CAA, Colonial Athletic, uh, I guess, Association probably, but last year they won their first conference championship. They went to Chapel Hill and, I believe, lost to UNC in Georgia, while they're there, but it's, you know, it's good to get a taste the postseason, and hopefully they will be able to make it back there. All right, going down the list here, uh, staying with the ACC theme, talking about Virginia, we have two guys at Pitt. We got Ryan Reed, who unfortunately missed a lot of his senior year with an injury for the Haverford School. We also have Brady Devereaux, who uh, went to Malvern Prep, both pitchers for Pitt, a team that last year with, with Billy Corcoran, uh, who's now with the Diamondbacks, had a lot of great starts. They looked like they could make it to the tournament unfortunately we're one of the first few teams out so uh but it's another big five school uh power i should say power five school that has the opportunity to compete and make their way into a regional so we looking forward to Pitt. i mean as a penn state guy it's hard for me to to sit here and say i'm pulling hard for Pitt, but at the same time uh, i root for delco I, I don't root for schools so uh moving on well, uh, we'll get a couple in PA here. We got Villanova. We got Luke Mutz. I mean, I, as the president of the Luke Mutz fan club, I could spend an entire hour talking about my former Strathaven teammate, but he has made the jump from Swarthmore in the Division Three level to Villanova for two years. Episcopal's Jack O'Reilly also on that team. It's a team that hasn't necessarily made it to the national scale lately. <clears throat> But we'll compete in the Big East. They'll have like very, very good teams like UConn to deal with uh, along the way. So I'm just I'm really excited to see Luke make that make that transition because he's hit at every level he's played at. I don't expect that to change now. And the interesting thing about Luke is his cousin is also a D1 baseball player. That is right, a a sneaky contender for the most Delco populated college baseball team is actually the Monmouth Hawks who will now be playing in the CAA with Hofstra, with Elon, with Tristan Corcoran, uh, another another Delco guy there. 
This Monmouth team has Brady Mutz, who went to Strathaven, Joey DiMucci, went to Bonner, Mason Miller went to Garner Valley, Tommy Kent went to Devon Prep, Jimmy Wigo went to Marple Newtown, and Caden Carlin went to French Central, uh, but a Ridley guy as well. So six guys on the team, especially for a school that is not in Pennsylvania, is pretty impressive, and it, it just shows that Monmouth loves their Delco guys, and they've been recruiting them for a little while. So six Delco guys there. We'll be looking forward to see how they compete in a new conference. Again, it's really tough to predict who is going to make their way to regionals when you don't really know how they're going to do against the new teams that they're playing. Uh, St. Joe's is another school with a lot of guys from Delco. Luke Zim, Paul Kokel, Adam Fine. Don Pacone has transferred from Rhode Island to St. Joe's. So him uh, and Max Hitman will complete that group of five there. So five guys. Uh, not quite the Monmouth, but you know, five guys that are playing locally uh, for everybody that wants to go out and watch some college baseball in the area. St. Joe's, Luke Zimmerman back healthy, uh, which we'll talk about with Alden. Uh, so that's very good to see. And the Hawks compete in the A-10 along with Alden and Richmond, as well as our two Rhode Island guys, Eric Genther and now Michael Anderson from Bonner will compete all for the same championship there. Hopefully one of those guys will be making it to, uh, to ESPN later in the year, as well as I believe St. Bonnie's is in that. Conestoga's Jace Tharnish, another uh, member of the Wayne train there for St. Bonnie's. It's, it's a very crowded A-10, a very Delco A-10. But I'm just going to roll through some of the rest of our Delco D1 guys. We got Bonner's Joe Nestle is playing at Gardner-Webb. Uh, he struck me out like a month ago. No, no, I, uh, I had a very, very weak pop-out and on deck against him, which honestly is probably more embarrassing than a strikeout. Um, like, Tommy Kent made me, like, looks stupid but anyway uh colby mcneely's at Ryder. we have uh, a couple alabama guys kevin henrick from bonner he's at north alabama tyler kehoe of course talked to in the last episodes at south alabama uh jim white started his career at rowan county juco he is now at longwood university uh we have jared sweeney and ryan cochran play for lehigh luke Bascalia, umbc jake jazitz holy cross Owen Margolis made the jump from Arcadia to Delaware. Pretty big jump there for him. Uh, so he will be in a bullpen for a Division I team. Ethan Pecco, Ridley guy for Towson. And Colin Jensen for St. Peter's. Now, I'm sure somewhere I'm missing guys. But I'm trying to do my best this year to focus a lot on D1 college baseball. And, of course, we have a lot of guys. D2 like Westchester, uh, Millersville. We got a bunch of great D3 teams. Immaculata, Widener. But in terms of like the national scale, like at the end of the day, you know, D1 and trying to make that road to Omaha deserves the most coverage. Like I think that guys would probably agree with that, especially at the time where I'm the only person involved in Delco baseball now. I mean, hopefully want to expand eventually, but as you know, it's very difficult to try and cover every single player at all different levels. So I want to to focus on the division one level for, for the most part, maybe more writing, uh, but definitely get interviews with people from all different levels. Uh, but for, for this episode here, the division one baseball preview, uh, we are going to talk to Alden Mathis here. Alden was drafted by the Orioles this summer, decided to stay at Richmond, uh, where he will be playing center field and he will be out of the bullpen. He has also announced that he will be heading to Georgia. If he does not get drafted and sign with the team this summer, and we're going to break it all down here next on Delco Baseball Now.
All right, we are now joined by Alden Mathis. Alden's an outfielder and pitcher for Richmond, graduate of Marple Newtown. Alden, thanks for coming on the show. How are you doing today? Absolutely, Brandon. Good. How about you? Not too bad. And uh, you are now part of the first set of brothers to be on the show because Cam came on uh, when we won the Delco League this summer. Hopefully, there's one more coming on too when uh, Owen wins an Addy this spring. Yeah, hopefully. Maybe he'll be a part of a Delco League championship this summer too. That's true if he's not too busy playing Legion. Yeah, true. I forgot about that. Do you know how old I feel that I'm in Cam's grade and I'm now taking Owen's ass to practice every day? Yeah, <laughs> that, that is ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but uh, no, it's good to have you on, and you're going into your third full season at Richmond. So, how are you feeling? Has it been a good off season? Yeah, yeah, really good. Uh, we had a good productive fall, and it's always nice to go home for for those months. And during winter break, I was lucky enough to train at the Bell Ringer's new facility with some of my some of my close friends all winter break. And yeah, I mean, this this time's nice. We had a nice seventy degree day back to back these last two days. We've been able to go outside quite a lot, but yeah, this is just the beginning. Obviously all this work getting in is for that opening day, which is now only eight days away. Yeah. You guys, I saw you guys start the season Tuscaloosa against a good Bama team. So how excited are you to get down there and get things going? Oh, it's great. Hopefully play in front of a large crowd, playing in some even warmer weather. And when you get a chance to go play some SEC competition, you're always looking forward to it. I think they're all three of their weekend starters are 95 plus. So it'd be a great test for us right away, which is awesome. Yeah, and you guys, you guys had a good season last year, had a nice Cinderella run in the A-10 tournament, uh, lost in the championship to VCU. So, like, what do you think it's going to take to kind of get over that hump and make it to regionals? For sure. We got we actually returned, I'd say, eight out of our nine lineups from from the lineup from that run. So, we're pretty confident going into going into the season with that team. I think our pitching has got, got a little boosted, too. We're doing better in that department. So, I think just overall returning the same guys having a team chemistry building off that run from last year i just think we need to play with confidence play with some swagger and know what we're all about going into that opening weekend and carry that into conference play and i think i definitely think we have the team to do it this year and get over that hump for sure yeah i think that you know obviously talent you know when it comes to guys returning is important but i think just the chemistry of having guys that you know you lost together and now that kind of fuels everyone together that once you get over that hump it'll feel even better that's definitely true. I mean, we're carrying that momentum we had from last year, opening into opening, opening weekend this year. It's great having all the guys back, and even just the bonding this fall. It was it's good coming back right away with pretty much the same team. It's probably the first time I've I've been here when we've returned the majority of the same guys from the previous spring. So it's nice having that. Our team chemistry's there. Team bonding was great this fall, and we're ready to ready to get after it here in a week. And when you decided that you were going going to go to Richmond, like when you were in high school, what was it about like the school and the program that kind of made you feel like you wanted to go there? Yeah, so a lot of success. Obviously, the Spiders are a pretty unique mascot too. So when I went down there and visited it, I mean, I loved the campus. I wanted to major in business. I, at the time, I was pretty focused on, and still am focused on academics. So when I was picking a school, I wanted, I wanted a good academic fit and their business school is one of the best in the country. So I was looking for a good academics, good facilities and good team. And I mean, I love the coaching staff there too. And when I, when I met all the players that just checked all the boxes going down South, playing some warmer weather, played a great, great field, go to a great school. It was pretty easy choice. I think Virginia is a really underrated baseball state. Cause you have Virginia and Virginia tech, both two great programs. Then you have other schools. You got your George Mason's in there, VCU. Like, I don't think it gets the love it deserves. They got JMU old dominion. It's, it's legit. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, so last year, you know, 
I noticed that you got a lot of chances to be the two-way player. When you were getting recruited there, like, did you specifically want to go to a place that would allow you to pitch and hit? Yeah, that was a big factor in my decision. I, I was looking at a few other options. I kind of wanted me to focus on one or the other, but Richmond was very clear that they wanted me to do both, and that was definitely a big deciding factor. I thought that I was good enough to do to do both at this level, and I wanted the opportunity to prove that. So, yeah, it was great by them, great by the staff. They made it clear that they wanted me to do both. So it was awesome. Will it still this year kind of be like, uh, you know, starting in center field and being in the rotation or different, you know, different setup? I'll be starting in center field. I, they're going to use me more as a closer this year, kind of keep some pressure off my arm. I threw, threw a ton of pitches last year, which I was fine with, and I like being a starter. But I think I'll have a little more a little more gas in the tank if I'm coming in for an inning now and then as a closer. And I think I'll perform better in those innings too, a little high pressure, high pressure situations, I think is a good fit for me. Plus, you get to just absolutely bring it and not have to worry about, you know, staying in for seven, eight innings. <laughs> exactly. I can let it all out in one inning, hopefully, hopefully in like 10 pitches or so, too, which is great. Yeah. And, you know, you got like the full time center field job last year, had a great year. I got the numbers 344, 10 homers. Like, what do you think were some of the factors? Not that like your seasons before weren't good, but kind of helped you make that jump, you know, and had the success you had. Yeah. I mean, playing, playing every day obviously helps seeing that pitching every day and getting adjusted to the to the better pitching. But I think my summer before that, when I, I played in the Coastal Plains League, I think we played 40 some, 45 games there. So where I was playing every day too, and against some good, pretty good competition. I think just carrying that good season and carrying that momentum and having the confidence in myself that I can carry that over into school ball. I think that was the big thing. I had such a good experience there in the Coastal Plains League playing for the Peninsula Pilots. I think that that just, I mean, it was great. Everything I needed there playing every day. And I just carried that right over and my team was around me and I good pitters around me to protect me in the lineup too, which made my job even easier. So just all those factors, I think mainly confidence though, just knowing I could do it and walking up to the plate every time, knowing and expecting myself to get the job done. Were you on the team with Kehoe? Was that the same summer? No, he was there the summer after me. So yeah, I was the summer before him. Gosh. I was on, I was with Zimmerman though. So. Okay. Yeah. That's a dynamic deal. How's he doing? Is he healthy? Yeah, yeah, we we actually open up. St. Joe's comes down here for our first conference series, so I'll be seeing him in a few months, which is nice. That's good. Uh, I'll talk a little bit about that Marple team. Just wanted to wrap up college here. So you announced recently that after this season, you'll be heading to the SEC, be a dog for Georgia. Uh, so how did that all come to be, and what made you decide to go there? Yeah, so obviously I'm looking to get drafted this summer again too, which is, which is the main goal, um, depending on the offer and depending on the situation. Georgia's obviously in the picture too. Um, so yeah, I entered the transfer portal, looking looking at an option for next year. There's not really a grad program at Richmond here that I that I'm very interested in. So I was looking at some good academic schools, good baseball schools that I would be willing to take a fifth year at. And when I heard Georgia was interested, I took a few other visits this fall. But when I heard Georgia was interested, I went down there. I actually got to go to the Georgia Tennessee football game there in Athens, which was an unbelievable experience. And um, yeah, I mean, I just fell in love. Great baseball team, historical success. Love the coaches, love the guys. And obviously being at the University of Georgia is pretty dang cool too. So playing in the SEC is just unbelievable. Just means more. Sure does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this summer you got drafted by Baltimore in the 19th round. Were you expecting to be drafted? Was it kind of a surprise? Like what was your reaction when they called you? So, yeah, I mean, it was a dream come true. It was, it was unbelievable. I was, I was expecting to go. I didn't know if it was going to be this year or next year. I, I had the confidence that I was going to perform well enough to go. Um, I'd say it was a little bit of a surprise last year. I didn't didn't hear too much prior to that, but when I got the call, I was I was pretty prepared to with what to say and everything. So 
So no, I wasn't really expecting it, but no, I wasn't too surprised by it. That's a good way to put it. I remember, so let's see, from Delco, Nate Furman went, then Chris Newell went. And it's not that like I wasn't expecting you to go, but I was like sitting there just kind of following the last few rounds. I was expecting Billy Corcoran. That's kind of the name that I was like waiting, you know, to pop up because uh, I had like the graphic all made up. And then when I heard your name, like, oh shit, I got to get, you know, got to find a random picture, start whipping it together. Um, but, you know, it seems like it's good that you're not rushing into it, trying to find the right situation for you because you have options. That's good. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that if I perform even better this year, which I'm expecting to, and I think I definitely can, I might even boost that stock a little bit too, which is great. Yeah, when when I saw Georgia, I was thinking about, because you you played them at some point, Richmond, right? I remember that game. First game ever, actually, yep. First game ever, that's got to be intimidating. I know, I know, it was crazy. All right, well, of course, we got to talk about the Marple Newtown team because the only Delco team to ever win a PIAA state championship is that Marple Newtown team. So, like, I played you guys the year before. I graduated in 17, and it's not that I didn't think you guys were good, but, like, I didn't necessarily think you guys were going to go, like, almost undefeated and run the table. So, like, when did you guys realize how good that team was? It's a good question. I honestly, I thought my teams my freshman year and sophomore year were almost even better than that year's team. So I just think that we returned a bunch of guys. We coach Jordan, let us play loose under him, which was great. And I don't know, we just knew we had the two or three dominant pitchers. Andrew Cantwell has our, I mean, as our third pitcher, Sean Standing coming out of the pen and state championship doing things we never even expected and pitching unbelievably. It's just, we knew we had depth and we knew we had the bats in the lineup. I think, I think we kind of knew just, Going, we went down to Florida, actually. We went down to Universal that opening weekend, and we played a few really good teams and kind of handed it to them. And I think ever since then, we we knew we had what it took to to make a long run because we had a we had a taste of it the two years prior. We losing in the state tournament, and we knew we knew we definitely could have beaten those teams the last few years. So I think we were we were hungry to prove ourselves. And that championship game, I watched the whole thing on TV. I mean, right, right in my backyard here at Penn State, when that ball left Zimmerman's bat. I mean, everybody thought it was a grand slam, right? Like, obviously, it won the game, and it, and it didn't matter. But, you know, just, I mean, an unbelievable season from him. Like, that was video game numbers stuff. Yeah, I mean, that was the best high school season I think anyone's maybe ever had. I think it was like 11-0 with a .4 ERA. I think it might have even hit 10 bombs. I don't even – it was absolutely ridiculous. And I thought that ball was out, too. I, I was sitting on second base, and I didn't even – I didn't even watch the ball. I just put my hands in the air and knew I go had to go touch third base, saw it hit the wall, and just immediately went into the dog pile. And it's, it's, it's really crazy that for an area like Delco, that that had never happened before. So like, you know, do you guys think about the fact that like, that was history? I mean, it really was. Yeah. I mean, it was cool. We saw a lot of videos online, even of like alumni watching the state championship game and going crazy and families and friends and fans going crazy. So I think it didn't really hit until the bus ride home, how big of a deal it was. Obviously we were caught up in the moment, but I think we had more fans and even maybe even all of Delco behind us and which we didn't even realize at the time, but it was nice going back and seeing all that for sure. Absolutely. When, when I talk to other people about Delco, it's like people, you know, when you're playing against them, like at the same level, it's like a lot of the teams, like you absolutely hate, but like once they get past it, whether that be a guy playing in college or teams going further, like, you know, you, you root for them. Like that's, you know, the Delco pride. Exactly. When you are against each other, we hate each other. We're going to compete our ass off, but trust me, we're going to, we're going to ride for each other too. There's no doubt about that. And the one thing I always remember about those Marple Newtown teams is you guys talk so much shit. It's the best part about the game is playing, winning, and talking shit. I, it's it's the best. Like there was one, 
yeah, you were on this team. It, we were playing Legion, and it was you guys were playing. I played for Nether. Actually, I was coaching Nether Providence at this point, and I'm pretty sure like Casey Rozier's brother almost charged the field because Zim was talking so much shit to him. Do you remember this? Yeah, I think I was on the mound, so I, I was right there, probably involved a little too much too, which is great. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just obviously it's all fun, you know, at the end of the day, but it's okay if you back it up. That's fine. Yeah, I think that's a great point. Our our coach kind of was probably a little gave us a little too much freedom, Coach Jordan out there. And even my freshman coach Smitty, little shout out to him too. But um yeah, they gave us a little too much freedom, probably. We talked a little too much, but you're right, we did we did back it up for the most part. But when we didn't, trust me, it wasn't a great feeling. Yeah, and you've been on obviously a lot of talented teams. Uh the twenty twenty Wayne team. I talked, you know, because I joined this summer for Wayne, like working, you know, the social media and everything because, you know, I was in a booth the whole time. But that team just breaking down. I mean, how many guys on that team have played some sort of professional baseball or high D1? Like that roster was unbelievable. It was absolutely stacked. I know Chris Newell played up, played for us the whole time. Shane Muntz was there for a little bit. I know both the Corcorans were there. Liam DeBoggin, my brother, Mutz, both Mutzes. I mean, it was a ridiculous group. Even even Pap was still there hitting bombs, and even Dan Miller too. So or Dan Williams, who's, who's still raking too. Yeah, that, that was a stacked roster for sure. And I mean, I think the was it Nether Nether even had a really good team too. They were they were pretty solid too. So that, that league that year was actually really solid with all the all the kids being home that summer for COVID. That, that was a lot of fun to play that year. Yeah, and the Wayne Train. I mean, just talk about dynasties, Jesus. Yeah, they've been pretty dang solid. There's no doubt about it. Shout out Coach Feely for that, too. He does a hell of a job, and Chuck does a great job running that thing, too. I'm trying to get Owen to come out and join this summer. Um, I mean, I understand wanting to play Legion with your friends. Like It's probably the last time you get to play with them, so maybe a, maybe a couple spot appearances here and there. Yeah, it wouldn't hurt. I mean, he, what is, I think he's still 18 years old, so he's got plenty of time to play in the Delco League for sure. Yeah, I, 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 like I was telling him, I'm like, I got one more year left of school baseball, and then I can just wash up in the Delco League like the rest of us. Oh, it's, it's the best. There's nothing like it. Yeah, and uh, are you coming back to defend the, the golf outing championship next year? I sure hope so. If the dates work, there's no doubt about it. I'll be there. That's one of the highlights of the year. It's the top five day of the year for sure. Yeah, all right. I will leave you with one last question here that I like to ask everybody. is When I say Delco baseball, what do you think of? Like, What does that mean to you? Oh, it's a bunch of gritty guys that, like you said, like to talk shit, like to get after it. I mean, when you think, when I think of Delco baseball, I just think of absolute grinders, aren't afraid to get dirty, hustle every play, talk to each other, talk a little too much, and just absolutely get after it and compete no matter the circumstance. It's a generation of guys that watch Chase Utley every day when they were kids. Basically. Exactly, and he's definitely rubbed off in us the right way. There's no doubt about yeah. it. We aren't afraid of the baseball. We'll lean into it. I'm never that. All right, man. Well, thank you once again for taking the time to come on the show, and I hope to be seeing you guys in the regional, maybe take a little road trip. I sure hope so. Thanks again. I appreciate you having me. Yeah, of course. Take care. See you later. Thank you once again to Alden Mathis for taking the time to come on the show. Uh, as I mentioned you know, before, it's great to not have to face him anymore, uh, be able to root for his success and be on the right side of the trash talking. But wishing him the best. I know no matter what happens, whether it's the draft, whether it's Georgia, uh, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll be successful in the baseball world. So really, uh, really enjoyed talking to him and looking forward to 
to the start of the college baseball season. You know, it, it didn't feel like as long of an off season just because of the Phillies going all the way into November playing baseball. It kind of feels like quick turnaround, especially with uh, the Super Bowl happening and it, it just waking up realizing that baseball is less than a week away from the end of football season uh, is, is great for someone such as myself. So Saturday, we'll have college baseball. You can get uh, no free ads here, but watch ESPN is where you'll get the majority of your college baseball games. So we got a long season ahead of us, February to hopefully November again, if the Phils uh, have something else in store. Once again, you can follow us on all social medias at Delco Baseball on Twitter and Instagram, just Delco Baseball Now on Facebook. You can find the website, www.delcobaseballnow.com. And if you're listening to this, I assume you know how to stream your podcast, but Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple, whatever it is, we are available. All right, everybody, thank you once again for tuning in, and we will see you next time.